This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, dealing with the subject of biblical prophecy tonight. That's right, so any questions you have about biblical prophecy or other areas of the Bible, I'm open for theology in general, but I'm going to be focusing on prophecy. But of course, any question about the Word of God is welcome here. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And my challenge to you tonight is this, uh, signs suggesting the return of Christ signs that are suggesting the return of Christ. Can you name any signs, that is eschatology signs, that uh, indicate the return of Christ? If you can, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Signs suggesting the return of Jesus Christ. If you want to deal with eschatology, I'm your man. Just give us a call at that number, area code 866-423-9578. Or I can deal with your question or my challenge. Either way, we're Bible talking, my friend. So just give us a call. We're going to go to the phone lines. Our first caller out the box is Gary from Pontiac. Hello, Gary. Uh, yes, in my study, uh, there's a very exciting teaching in the book of Daniel, the 12th chapter. Uh-huh. And this is where I want everybody to read. And it tells that, uh, that God has a people, and it looks like in that scripture. Do you have that way? Can you read that? I beg your pardon? Can, do you have that scripture where you can read Daniel 12? Yeah, what? I sure do. Which, uh, which uh, verse are we focusing on here? One, start at 1 through 3. 1 through 3, all right. Which says... And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which stands for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was, since there uh, was a nation uh, to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Yeah, something else there. Verse 3. Well, have you looked there in, in uh, Daniel 11? It tells about the end of the uh, Antichrist and the false prophet. Mm-hmm. So this comes after that. Michael stands up for thy people. Do you believe that's talking about the Jews? When he says that he stands up with his people? Yeah, I think that it does. Yeah. That we do have a Jewish context here. Well, when he talks about like the Jews church. Are, well, could you let me finish talking first, Gary? Oh, yes, yes, sir. I'm sorry. It says, At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince, which stands for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as there never was, since 
there was a nation. So, yeah, he's focusing here on Israel, but we know that when it comes down to the resurrection uh, of the living and the dead, that it's going to include not just Israel, but, you know, uh, Gentile believers as well. Well, this sounds like it's just Jews that will go into the kingdom of God on earth during the thousand-year reign. Uh, Would you say that's true? No, I don't think so, because notice here, it's not talking about, it's uh, what it says is, a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to the same time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake uh, forever, from, to everlasting life, some to shame and some to everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars of uh, forever and ever. Now, uh, Jesus also talks about the same thing in John chapter 5. Uh, so he's talking about the general resurrection, and I believe here, even though the uh, believing Jews are included in this, I believe that it's talking about the general resurrection as well. All right. Thank you for your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, Looking at uh, any signs you can suggest concerning the return of Jesus Christ. Is there anything that you can look at that you believe is a sign that suggests the return of Jesus Christ is soon? It's coming. We don't know when. But are there signs of the end? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any questions you have about the Bible, especially eschatology, are welcome on this program. However, it can be about something else as well. My challenge is, can you give me any signs suggesting the return of Christ? But any question that you have about the Bible or theology is welcome here. What is not welcome is you not calling. So call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. All you've got to do is do what Barbara's just doing, calling. Hello, Barbara. Oh, hello, Pastor Moss. How are you doing? Hi. Yes, I, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, you know, I wanted to know what you think about this. Now, I don't know the Bible well, but I'm a firm believer in Jesus and God for my entire life. But I um, wondered what you thought about this. Um, is there a passage in the Bible that speaks about when the lion and the lamb lie together? Is that from the Bible? Yeah, that is biblical. In fact, uh, sounds to me, if I am correct, sounds like you're coming out of uh, uh, Isaiah, actually, one of the prophets. And what he's talking about is this real uh, special period on the earth called the millennium. Uh, the 1,000-year reign of Christ. And it's in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 5, where it says, And righteousness shall be the girdle of thy lions. Uh, and that means waste here. And faithfulness, the girdle of thy his reins. Then verse 6, this is Isaiah 11 and 6. And the wolf also, also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf, and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Goes further than that. Verse 7, And the cow and the bear shall feed their young ones, shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Can't wait to see that. Verse 8, And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp, and that means snake. 
and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's den. Then, verse 9, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So this is talking about the 1,000-year millennial period on earth, which is uh, described in uh, more detail over in Revelations chapter 20. Bob, that still with us? All right, Bob was there. Hopefully, I answered her. Oh, Bob. Hello. Yes. You, Hello. Are you still oh, with us? Yes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Yes, just we blacked out I'm for so, a moment. We're back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> a, a, a rapture, raptured okay. away, and raptured back to the sea. That's. <laughs> okay. So, so that is not not that's not necessarily. I'm um, describing uh, signs of the, of when Jesus would be returning. Well, what happens is, is well, well, yeah, it's not a sign, but still it's good because it's prophecy. What you just gave us was uh, what we call the millennium, the 1,000-year rule of Christ on earth. Uh, it, it's talked about in the book of Revelation, but before the book of Revelation, Isaiah, he talks about it in Isaiah chapter 11 and in Isaiah 65 as well and gives us uh, some details to it. So, hey, you did a good job bringing up an eschatology well, issue. I appreciate it very much. Well, the, what I wanted to say about it is for years now, there have been books on the market that show um, unlikely animals lying together in peace. And what? I've seen these books. I don't know if you've seen them, but I've seen them for years, and I often wondered if that was a sign. Not really, because oh, that does coming. happen on a limited basis now. You know that uh, cats and dogs are not supposed to get along. But I've seen households right. where both of them are together. They play and everything. No, this is yeah. talking about something unprecedented here. When we look at Isaiah yeah. chapter 11, where the wolf, the oh. lamb, the you know, little children playing with snakes, with poisonous, you know. Yes, right. Yeah, well, that's, that's got to okay. be a different world. What you thought about yeah. that. Oh, I'm glad you called. It's got to be a different world yeah. for it to reach that level. But you're right. You do see some. Okay. Uh, that it's By the little I'm bit that we see. Much more of it than I ever remember in my life. I'm 60 years old, and it was just an overwhelming amount, and I wondered. Well, um, well, what that does tell you is this, beginning. that if it's possible on the little scale that uh, that we see it now, it's really going to be something during the millennium. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it very, very much. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, let's go to Angela. Uh, she's already on, isn't she? I'm not sure how to plug her in. So let's talk to, uh, yeah, here we go. All right. Hello, uh, Angie. Oh, uh, hey, Pastor. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, good. How you doing? Good, good. What is on your mind? Well, I've got to answer to your question. I've seen several signs that could be aware that Christ could be coming back. Uh, it's on the news a lot, like the change in weather, you know. That's kind of weird, you know, you think of. I heard it was seven degrees in Washington D.C. and some other states too. Like the weather's been kind of weird lately, you know. And um, uh-huh. the t- and the Ten Commandments too. Like one of the commandments, like does not steal. That like society turning against that commandment. Like I heard, like in New York, and I think Virginia or California. Like it's like they passed no law. Like if you commit a theft, there's like it's no longer be a crime. So that's kind of weird too. And um, I guess people becoming and, and the Jewish people now they're getting attacked now in this country more and more well, in the news. Well, so. s- slow down, Angela. You're about to give us the whole Bible. 
But I want to tell you something. What you've said uh, is very good, uh, and much of it does fit in to signs that indicate or suggest the return of Christ. If we just were to take a, a one of what you were saying in terms of lawlessness, the Bible mm-hmm. does in- describe uh, a, in, an increase of lawlessness in the last days. I mean, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very graphically described over in Second Timothy and in chapter 3 and verse uh, 2 to 4. This is what it says. It says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Then verse 3, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent. Incontinent means without control, no control of themselves. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. So you're right. Uh, Definitely this kind of extreme materialism and lawlessness uh, definitely is uh, something that is a sign of uh, the return of Jesus Christ. He's coming. Yeah, one more thing, too. Um, in the second part of Matthew 24, verse 8, it talks about, like, the earthquakes and stuff. It's like a whole lot of earthquakes, like the one in um, Puerto Rico. That's kind of strange, you know? Yeah, and all of these kinds of things will continue. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that they're going to uh, become worse, where they will, uh, no doubt, uh, we'll know that it's more than just the normal range until finally we hit tribulation, which will be, mm-hmm. hopefully, the rapture's taking place before then for us. But right. uh, then, all of a sudden, uh, definitely everyone will know that God's judgment has come to the planet. Angela, thank well, you for... I yeah. got one more thing. Sure. Uh, if, if, if I get left behind, is there a way we can be saved if you don't take the mark of the beast, correct? That's the only way if well, somebody the, gets left you're behind. You're right. During the tribulation period, the only way of salvation, mm-hmm. you must refuse the mark of the beast. So, that, that, mm-hmm. I, But you're saved, aren't you? Well, I'm... I do believe in the Lord and everything. I'm, I'm trying. You know, I'm not perfect. Though, well, there's but, no trying. Either you believe in Jesus Christ. Either, either oh, you, yeah, I do. Yeah, it, I do. It, because once you do that, uh, the Bible mm-hmm. says that you're a new creature in Christ. You're right. And one more thing, man. What about all these Jewish people getting attacked and all the uh, anti-Semitic things? Is that uh, the number one sign, you think? Uh, well, that's a, it's at the top of the list because definitely that's something that the Bible predicts as well is that the Armageddon, in fact, the war to end all wars, the target of that mm-hmm. is actually the Jews. So thank you, Angela. Angela could talk all day. I like callers like her. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're like most people, then saving money in 2020 is on your New Year's resolution list. At Cash Call Mortgage, that's one resolution we can help you achieve. Right now, we're offering an incredibly low 2.875%, 3.076% APR, 15-year fixed loan. So if you have a mortgage interest rate of 2.99% or greater, call us and see how much you can save on your current mortgage payment. We can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing cost. 
At Cash Call Mortgage, our New Year's resolution is to help folks save money and have a happier financial new year. For a free quote to see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call us at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. I recently visited the Mount of Beatitudes along Lake Galilee where it's believed Jesus preached to the masses. It was my most anticipated stop during this first visit to Israel. I envisioned Jesus standing where I stood, pouring out his love on the people, desperately wanting them to be saved. Back then, he loved you and me too. He even knew us by name, just as he did the millions of unborn babies that he had such great plans for, but were brutally killed by abortion. I imagine how it pained Jesus' heart when some he preached to left that hillside in disbelief. And I'm reminded how it must pain his heart when babies are killed in the disbelief that he had a better way for them. Dear Jesus, please help us stop the killing. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. You and I will never be able to become what God wants us to be until we relinquish total possession of our life to Him. The life that wins is the life that trusts the wisdom and the leadership and the control of that life to Jesus Christ. Hear the series, The Life That Wins, this week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we've got a full rack. We've got Dave, Larry, Albert, uh, Shireen. Can't wait to talk to all you folks. Give us a call when our lines get open. We're full right now, but we're going to be talking to our callers right away. Let's go to um, uh, Novi, and let's talk to Shireen. Hello, Shireen. Hi, Pastor Ma. Hi, Shereen. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Look, I would add, I do have a question um, regarding the Antichrist, but I will yeah. add. To Turn your radio down. Just, yeah. Gonna... Turn your radio down. Okay, just a little I will. Bit. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I will add to what everybody else was saying as far as um, the signs of the times. And um, I would say um, the uh, apostasy that we see more um, that it's continuing to grow uh, within the church. Yeah. Um, and the, the um, it's, uh, like I said, it's growing more in the church and trying to blend uh, the truth with uh, a lie and uh, trying to, uh, uh, what the Bible talks about, um, the Antichrist is, uh, you know, whoever does not believe that Jesus uh, is God and that he died and uh, he rose again. So uh, we see a lot of that going on in the church where people are denying who uh, 
Christ is, what he did, and really just denying the word of God, period, and um, trying to uh, change the truth uh, of, of God into a lie. And uh, just like the, the word, word says, um, uh, basically, um, they uh, what the scripture says about um, love, loving him, loving them with their lips, but denying them with their heart. So we see a lot of that going on. Well, I would agree with you. I, I, I think that you're right on it. In fact, it's amazing to see how far away from the gospel the church is really getting. Uh, two places we could look, but you're right. It, it, uh, passages like this are throughout the Bible. First Timothy 4 and 1. Now, the Spirit speaks expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. We have also Jesus really giving a shocking verse of Scripture, in my estimation, over in uh, Luke chapter 18 uh, and verse 8, where he says, And I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. He says, But nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. Wow. So that tells yeah, us, and, right. yeah, and we see that happening now. We already see that drift towards mm-hmm. um, uh, darkness, where people are saying that we're gods, we can act like God. Uh, right. We've got uh, folks who deny that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. We've got homosexuality oh. and other things. Everything that goes against the Bible is becoming popular yeah. in our society, in and it's church, and, right. and it's in getting the in the church. church too. You're exactly right. right. So, Shireen, you did good tonight. I have a question. Yes. I, I wanted to ask you now, regarding the coming, which would include the Antichrist coming, do you think, because um, I definitely think that he is already on the scene, what do you think? I don't know. You know, all those things are possible, but we just mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, we know this, that just as uh, uh, the world was prepared for Christ, God set the way for that, the world is now uh, uh, being set up for the Antichrist to appear on the scene. Uh, But in terms of him being alive today, some have surmised that, but we just don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So, you know, yeah, whether you know what it is, whether the Bible is silent, we have to be silent as well. But definitely nothing's wrong with uh, keeping your eye open. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And what gets me is not so much that there's false doctrine, but that there's so many people that like it. I'm just surprised where people can say you can speak things into existence that you're a little God, you can speak to the atmosphere and it's going to happen. And people just just eat it up. That shocks me. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's talk to Larry in Detroit. Hello, Larry. How you doing, Pastor? Real good. How are you? Turn your radio down just a little bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Could you tell me this, answer this question for me? Okay. How, is there any, first of all, is there anywhere in the Bible or any chapters that can tell me that how, how did all different races start up like this? Russians, the, the British, the, the Indians, the, the French, the, you know, different uh, Africans. You know, I mean, how did all this start if we started off 
being Jews. Well, what happens is it, it, it didn't start off being Jews. What makes you think that it started off being Jews? Well, I thought from Adam and Eve. Adam wasn't a Jew. Nor was Eve a Jew. Was Noah a Jew? No, you got you got to turn your radio. You need to turn your radio off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no Jews. I'm still getting feedback from you. Is your radio off for us? Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. You have to turn it off because we're having feedback. Larry, are you with us, Larry? Yeah. Okay, you have to keep it off. It's just uh, uh, vibrating something for us. Uh, uh, no, Jews don't don't come until Genesis chapter twelve. So that's okay. the, that's the All first right. problem that that we have is that you have an assumption. In other words, you're believing something that's not that's not true. Now, if you ask oh, the question, okay. now if you ask the question, how did all the people in the world become different like they are? Our different yes. nationality groups. Right? Well, first of all, yes. we need to establish this. Acts chapter 17, verse 26 is clear, where the Bible Acts says this. 17. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 17, verse 26, where it says, gotcha. And hath made of one blood, that's what God did, okay? He has made of one blood all nations of gotcha. men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bound of their habitations. So, in other words, God made all humanity is co- co- connected through Eve. Okay, Genesis three twenty. Eve is called the mother of all living. So everyone came from Adam and Eve. Now, the reasons why you've got people who look different, their hair is different, their skin color may be different. God was wise enough to make humanity, human beings, able to adapt to whatever environment that they went to. Some went up north. Yeah, it's a, the anthropology is what answers the question, not the Bible. God could care less about the color of anybody's skin or anything like that. But he made the human oh, body. Yes, I know that. Okay, so God made the human body so it could adapt to the environment it was in. Uh, those who went in hot climates, uh, they uh, uh, in hot cli- climates, what happens is that they develop darker, darker skin. Uh, so, therefore, darkness absorbs heat. That produces sweat, so any little air you get kind of keeps you cool. If you go up north, the skin is light because white absorbs heat and, and, and gives heat to the person. But it has nothing to do with God having to make individual colors. That's something that was taken care of by the environment. A good anthropology yes. book helps with that. But in terms of it, to God, all human beings are the same. All right. Well, thank you. Pastor. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it's amazing how far ahead of us the Bible. Here, way back in the first century, we've got other verses like this we could go to in the Old Testament, but this was in a, is amazing. All this racism, all this bias that we have, all of this diversity. Look at this. Of, and hath made of one blood all nations of all men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitations. Right? So, in other words, it used to be a day when you couldn't take blood from one uh, so-called race and give it to another because it was wrong. No, we all, God made us all from one blood. Actually, there's only one race, the human race. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Lee in Detroit. Pat Rose will be right with you, but we got to talk to Lee. Lee, how you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Real good, sir. Oh, I wanted to say that the coming of Christ is be soon because of wars and rumors of wars. 
Yeah. And earthquakes. And that, that's one of the signs. I'm here to tell you, you're exactly right. Yeah. And, and the okay. thing about it, when you say that, though, Lee, think yeah. about what you're saying. What that means yeah. is this. If anyone is thinking that peace is going to be, is that people, that peace is going to be accomplished by us, they're wrong. Yes. We are not yes. going, we should try, uh, vote, deal with politics, do all that. <clears throat> but there's going to be wars and rumors of wars until Jesus comes back. And right now, right. we're already, we're looking at Iran, we're looking at all of this. It's something else. Yes. Yep. So absolutely, you have named one of the signs, something, uh, and, and we don't want to say this to say just give up, but definitely, I mean, we should do all we can to, I'm sure you agree as well, to bring it, make it as peaceful as we can on the planet. But uh, exactly. Jesus, Jesus wasn't playing, though, when in Mark chapter 13 mm-hmm. and verse 7, uh, when he said, and when you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be not troubled, for such things yes. must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be earthquakes in diverse places, and there shall be famines and troubles. And then he says, these are only the beginning of sorrows. So, so yes, sir, that's one of the signs. One other question. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything in the Bible anywhere that is against cremation? Not really. The Bible, no No. place in the Bible does it condemn cremation. However, in the Old Testament, one thing uh, that... Uh, the pagan nations, uh, this wasn't a part of burial, but they did sacrifice people and burn them up yeah. in the fire. But, uh, okay. but that's different from cremation uh, in terms of now. But if we looked at the the model of uh, burial that was used in the Old Testament and the New Testament amongst the Jews and others, the Egyptians as well, it was to bury. Seemingly, burying someone, especially the way they did it, they washed the body, they wrapped it. Uh, shows more respect from the body than cremation. But there's nothing in the Bible that condemns cremation as such. Uh, so, Thank you so much. Yeah, all right. Yeah, nothing to condemn. And someone yeah. said, well, how could your body be raised from the dead if it was cremated? God knows where every cell, <laughs> yeah, even the head, the, the hairs of your head are numbered. So we can leave that up to God. But folks do need to know that seemingly, that uh, definitely uh, burial, especially in the Old Testament way, and how they did it in Egypt as well shows more respect from the body than, than cremation, but nothing in the Bible condemns cremation. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking for any signs that you know of that suggest the return of Christ. That's what we're looking at today on this Prophecy Focus. going to go to um, Pat in Auburn Hills. Hello, Pat. How you doing? Good, Pastor. How are you? Good, sir. Good. I, I just I got a statement. I was watching. Uh, I, I was watching. Uh, I don't remember. And I seen. Uh, I seen Peter Pan. And I, I cannot believe it. It actually looked like he was giving out a little of water. And, and the testimonies of these people were, you know, oh, I didn't have a job until I drank this water, or I was sick until I drank this water. And, and not one of them said a word about Jesus. And it's like, you guys, this is absolutely ridiculous. So and, the, so the, you know, he's, in my opinion, absolutely a false teacher. And I, I just, I cannot believe what I was hearing. I, it was unreal. What program were you, what was the name of the program? 
I, you know, I don't remember on my cable channel. It's like channel 150, and I, I, I don't remember what it is. It's, it's a religious station, so they have all kinds of preachers and that stuff on there. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a right. lot of there's a lot of bogus stuff going on now. And you're right. All you can uh, you can do is just uh, uh, there's some uh, programs that I've seen. Sid Roth is the name of one. I'm not coming against yeah. him as a person. But it has nothing to do with the Bible. People just give their uh, fantasies, in my estimation, how they went to heaven, it's, hell. You know, nothing to do with the Bible, uh, and it's unfortunate. No, and it was just—it it was just—it was ridiculous because, like I said, I, these people were like, "I didn't have a job. I was hooked on drugs until I drank this water, and now I'm free of everything." And it's like, no, you're not. I mean, in your mind, you think you are, but you're really not. You're still stuck in bondage because I don't hear anything about Jesus Christ and His blood or anything on you. I mean, it was—it was crazy. But I, I do have a I do have a couple questions real quick. And I asked you a long time ago if you ever uh, about the Book of Mysteries with Jonathan Kahn. And I, you said you were going to look into him and then check him out because you didn't know much about him. Did you ever get around to doing no, that? No, I never have. What religion is this? Is this an individual person? Or is yeah, it a part yeah, of a Jonathan, His name is Jonathan Kahn. He's a Jewish, uh, he's, he's a Christian, but he's, he's just a Jewish teacher. And I've seen him, he's been on the 700 Club a lot. Uh-huh. The, the, guy, the guy is awesome. I mean, I mean, it's scripture, it's total scripture, everything he does. But I just don't know about this book of mysteries that, that he's talking about. You know, he throws the Harbinger and all kinds of other, uh, all kinds well, of other well, the Harbinger, Well, the Harbinger went too far. It said some things that it could not justify in the Harbinger. Um, uh, Yeah. In fact, what he does is he introduces some prophets that weren't even in the Bible. And, uh, you know, there's a storyline that goes along with it, that this guy says he's a prophet. Okay, right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. You know, in other words, here's here's the thing, Pat. It's got to be based clearly on the Bible. If it's not based on the Bible, then that's something that you have to be skeptical of. Okay. Right, and so right. a lot of things in the Harbinger just plain uh, association, uh, not a biblical association. It was in the mind of the author, and uh, yeah. So no, I, I wouldn't. I would not recommend that because there's nothing. In other right. words, I only read books that get me into the Bible. If they don't, if it's just what someone said, you know, for me, everything is based on two things: evidence and logic. If there's no biblical logic behind it, I have to reject it. Right. I, I had a guy, I had a guy, I, I came into like a conversation at, uh, I drive a truck. So I went into this, uh, into this company today and they, these people were having a conversation and it was, uh, I was trying to explain to them about, about how, about the, uh, like the reproduction of, of the human race. And he was like, well, how was that possible? You know, when Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve had two sons, you know, so basically, you know, when Cain killed Abel, you know, what, what was he having sex with his mom to have, more uh and i said well listen i said it back then it wasn't against the law you know like i believe this is the book of deuteronomy this you know you were allowed i i, I don't know how to really no, actually it, actually what happens is this that what people don't realize is that adam and eve had more children than just cain and abel okay that's the problem okay uh and uh, what happens is it uh the way it's listed in genesis god was more concerned with us knowing about the first murder that took place with Cain and Abel, then giving us a, a, a you know all the genealogical markers that we could have, but it's really clear by the time. In fact, the, the real place to start is like at uh, Genesis chapter four, and then go on from there, because you'll find out that uh, by the time we're getting uh, the the story of Cain and Abel dealing with each other in Genesis chapter four, 
Both of them were no doubt about 100 years old. But it, back then, it being 100 was nothing. Okay, They still were young because uh, men lived longer back then. They had other, uh, and what the Bible tells us clearly is that Adam and Eve uh, had a number of children and had a number of children after uh, Cain and Abel were born. And so these kids grew up and started to move around as well. The focus was on Adam, I mean, on uh, Cain and Abel because of the fact that the first murder took place. So, but remember, when Cain left, he was able to find uh, uh, not not even a brother or sister, but cousins or others, but all of them related ultimately to Adam and Eve. And that's clear. Yeah, if you read Genesis chapter 4 and follow it on, you'll see that. Okay. Yeah, that that makes I just I didn't explain it very well, so it wasn't uh it did it did bode well for how I was trying to explain it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so but uh but tell him to read on. In fact, uh over in Genesis chapter five, uh where it uh, uh talks about in fact in, in fact I'm there now, so just to help you if you get in a conversation with these folks again. Genesis five and one. Now this is after uh Cain and Abel. This is the book of the generations of Adam. Genesis 5, 1. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them, blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he'd begotten Seth were eight hundred years and he begot sons and daughters. So in other words, after Cain and Abel, then Seth was born, Right. So then right, right, it okay. names all these other children who came as a product of uh, Adam and Eve. Okay? So when Cain was, uh, uh, you know, uh, when he did his dirty work and murdered his brother, he was able to go out with these other relatives. Okay? And back then, because that's the only way that it could have started, they were far me- removed from each other by years since they lived so long. So you didn't have the destructive impact of uh, incest going on, which had to be condemned in Leviticus 18. Uh, yeah, so, I know kids Leviticus, that's right. Yeah, that's but right. so it was allowed back then in these early days, but finally law had to be passed against it. But, uh, but yeah, he, there were many. I mean, no doubt that Adam makes, and Eve were having children like rabbits. I mean, they were going. That, that makes a lot of sense. Five, five, one more question or no? All right. Well, uh, uh, thank you, my friend. All right. Thank you. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss will be right back. Evaluated by the FDA. Amber and trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI, US, and ULO, 52 weeks, 71419 by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. All my life, I've had energy. Energy to win gold and raise my daughters. But when menopause hit me with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. Then I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. In fact, in a clinical trial, after 90 days of using Amberin, 91% of women had reduced hot flashes. 87% had better sleep. 77% had more energy. Amberin is estrogen-free. I like the fact that Amberin is not a drug and that it's clinically tested, safe, and effective. Now, thanks to Amber, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My night sweats are less and my energy's back. Amberin works. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. 
Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. I recently visited the Mount of Beatitudes along Lake Galilee, where it's believed Jesus preached to the masses. It was my most anticipated stop during this first visit to Israel. I envisioned Jesus standing where I stood, pouring out his love on the people, desperately wanting them to be saved. Back then, he loved you and me, too. He even knew us by name, just as he did the millions of unborn babies that he had such great plans for, but were brutally killed by abortion. I imagine how it pained Jesus' heart when some he preached to left that hillside in disbelief, and I'm reminded how it must pain his heart when babies are killed in the disbelief that he had a better way for them. Dear Jesus, please help us stop the killing. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Call in now before we're all gone with the wind. That's right. That's the name of that beautiful music. Let's go and talk to Dave in Hazel Park. Hello, Dave. Hey, Pastor Moss. God bless you and your family. God bless you, you sure sir. Have, but, yeah, sure blessed bless me and the people I share with. Thank you. You've taught me a lot. <laughs> Thank you. But anyways, I don't know if somebody got it because I had to hang up earlier. I know somebody got the one with uh, 1 Timothy 4. Uh-huh. But anyways, I, I'd say 2 Timothy 3.3. 3. Okay, I so mean 2 Peter 3.3. 3. 2 Peter 3.3? 3. Yes. Yeah, I think you've got a good one. Now, what is that one about, brother? Okay, here we go. I got it. I remember last time I messed up because about <laughs> Zechariah 12? Uh-huh. Okay, I got my Bible with me, okay? All right. It says, first, I want to remind you that the last day there will be scoffers who laugh at the truth and do every evil thing they desire. Boy, is that happening, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got that right. Okay. Just, uh, yeah, but I just still bothered me that I really thought that was in Ezekiel 30, you know, 
before. But anyway, I, I got a letter with Zechariah. But what happens is, what you're saying is, it's such a good verse, because in verse 4 also it says, and saying, in other words, the last days, and, and we're in those days now, people scoff yes, at the Bible. Yes, yes. And also, I would have to admit, though, uh, a lot of times the church gives an, an inferior presentation of the gospel. People, right, you know, uh, we need to be able to be able to defend the faith against atheists, uh, people who say the Bible right. is incorrect, right. uh, against liberals. And the church just isn't doing that job. You know, we're trying to get people in the church and make them feel good and not giving them the tools they need to preach the gospel right. and then to defend right. the gospel. So people make fun of it. That's what it says here yeah. uh, in Second Peter 3, uh, in verse 3 and 4, verse 4. Uh, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers <laughs> fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. But then Peter's yeah. argument is this, for this they willingly are ignorant of that by yeah, the word of yeah, God, yeah. the heavens were of old and the earth standing mm-hmm. out of the water and in the water, whereby the mm-hmm. world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Right. In other words, forgetting right. the fact that God judged the world for their evil with a flood. Now, you know, and people, right, a lot of right. people look, look upon that as a fairy tale. But guess what? Over 350 mm-hmm. cultures of the world, China, Japan, right, all right, of them right. testified to the fact that there was a universal flood. And the account in the Chinese, uh, right. in Chinese history, they even named the, uh, the, the, the captain of the ship that, uh, for the Chinese oh, okay. was Noah, but just written in Chinese. So there's a lot of evidence that goes to support the Bible right. being accurate. Can I ask you something? Certainly. Uh, I, I've been studying my being in times and whatever. I mean, you teach it better than I, I, I learned it from even with John MacArthur, uh, David Jeremiah. Was, oh, those are some great guys. Uh, yeah, you know, and that's where I get a lot of mine from. I mean, to it and from you, I want to, when I share with people, you've taught me right. That it ain't what I think or what I feel. It's about the gospel. We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. Absolutely. And, what, and, and my thing is, I'm going back, it really got back to me was, you know, where, where wolves come in sheep clothing. Uh-huh. But what came after that? Matthew twenty-two, twenty-three. No, they thought they had a point. You know, you know, and then you go with it back to the first. I think it's Second Timothy. I think it's Second Timothy three, where he says, "There's some of God, some of uh, the former godly, but the denying the power of, which is the Holy Spirit." Right. The truth. But what I'm at, some told me to. I, you told me don't make something out of nothing. I was praying, and I was getting into uh, uh, Matthew 10, when he speaks a lot in Matthew 10 about, you know, people, you know, uh, and also he took me to back to Matthew 7, you know, wolves come in sheep clothing, beware of that. And how many times in in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, he talked mm-hmm. about, don't be deceived. Right. Okay? No, that's false prophets. But it took me back to that, and I'm thinking, well, yeah. Who are these that the Arabian wolves are they? Is he talking about them also? Well, in, they're in the same category. In Matthew seven twenty three. Yeah, he's putting them in the same category. Uh, okay, where, that's what I want to know. If something keeps bogging that, I keep going around and around with that, going back to those scriptures when he said, "Don't be deceived." Who's deceiving it? Those, 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 those are the ones deceiving the false prophets and those there to think they have a form of godliness but not the power of. Well, yeah, in fact, he talks about him in verse 15 here in Matthew 7 and 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. So right in in here in the verse, the very context tells you that uh, even though it's using the animal symbolism, it's talking about false prophets. You shall know them by their 
uh, fruits. fruits. Now, the fruits are the right. fruits of their teaching, okay? The fruits of what right. comes yeah, out of their go. mouth. Amen. Do men Amen. gather grapes Amen. of thorns or figs of thistles? Uh, even so, right. every good tree brings forth good fruit, and every corrupt tree brings forth corrupt mm-hmm. fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. So, yeah, so this is condemning false uh, teachers, uh, and we find yeah, a lot I'm of passages you, yeah. like this throughout the Bible. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate your call. We're going to go and talk to Rose in Detroit. Rose, what's on your mind? Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I had a question for you. Okay. You were talking about uh, Cain and Abel just a little while ago. Yes. And I had a question about uh, why wasn't um, Cain's sacrifice accepted by God? All right. That is a question. Yeah. What what have you heard? heard? I've heard that. Because it wasn't a blood sacrifice, mm-hmm. I've heard that because it was um, came from the earth, you know, God had cursed the earth. I've heard that uh, it wasn't a first fruit. Those are the three reasons I've heard. I don't. I'm not sure what what what's true. Okay. <laughs> well, you've heard. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, Rose. You've heard all the things that I have heard. So there you go. Oh, okay. But but all we can do though is deal with the biblical evidence. Not to say, so first we start there. So we we got that established. The Bible either clearly tells us this or it doesn't. So over in Genesis chapter 4 and verse 4, it says, And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock. So it does say he brought the firstlings of his flock. All right, listen, can you hang on? Sure. We got to take a break and we'll be right back. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The last weeks of 2019 brought two film releases that deserve the attention of the widest possible audience for their affirmation of enduring values. Though both A Hidden Life and Just Mercy received only very limited distribution at year's end, they should win new attention in the new year for their historically accurate portrayal of real-life heroes motivated by deep Christian faith. Franz Jägerstetter, the subject of a hidden life, was an Austrian farmer who, in the midst of World War II, refused to take an oath of loyalty to Hitler because he felt higher loyalty to his God and Savior. Just Mercy highlights the tireless work of Brian Stevenson, an African-American lawyer motivated by his commitment to the church to rescue the wrongly convicted from death row. With religion under regular assault from so much of popular culture, these two superbly well-crafted films offer a refreshing, much-needed alternative. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where 8 out of 10 children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, 
You bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. is still a kiss a sigh is just a sigh the fundamental alright Rose you still with us I'm still here alright thank you for hanging on yeah when we look at that uh, as I say all we can do is deal with the biblical data if we're, if we're good bible students uh, that's where we have to draw our answer from uh, and what it says, first, if we look at Genesis chapter 4, verse 4, And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. Now here mm-hmm. it doesn't say, it just does say, just as you mentioned, one of the answers is he gave his best, the firstling of his flock, Right. Right. Now, the only other thing that throws some commentary on this in the Bible itself is Hebrews right. chapter 11 and verse 4, where it says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by mm-hmm. which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaks. Okay, Because, you know, Abel was killed by Cain. So all it tells right. us is that uh, that. Abel gave a better offering than Cain. It doesn't mention whether it was a blood offering or not here. Uh, that doesn't seem to be that, uh, uh, that early. It was so early in human history. We know evidently God did such when he right. uh, uh, took the fig trees off of them, leaves, mm-hmm. and then uh, gave them animal skin, mm-hmm. skin. But here we don't see clearly that it was because you can't say from the text that the answer is because uh, Abel offered a blood offering, and Cain did not. The text doesn't tell you that. All we know is for sure that uh, what Abel gave was his best, and Cain evidently did. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Pastor. All right. I and if there's a good answer from you, well, if there's more to it, we'll find out when we get to heaven. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's that's where it goes. Uh, there's a lot of things you can hear. They may be true. I mean, definitely, uh, uh, if it was a, uh, a blood sacrifice and Cain's trouble was he didn't offer it, then 
could be. But remember, God did honor sacrifices. It wasn't always animals. Uh, also, there was other things that were offered unto God as well that were accepted. The idea seems to be to give your best unto God in terms of the answer to that question. Uh, but one thing, if we're not absolutely right, we know that we're close. Why? Because what we said was based totally on biblical data. I think that where the Bible wants to be clear, it will be clear. And we don't have to help it. Because when we help the Bible and we say something that the Bible does not say, then what we're doing is something called isogesis rather than exegesis. Our job is to take from the Bible what it teaches, not to read into it what is not there. Right? That is what uh, one of the key principles of hermeneutics, besides the other one, which is the analogy of faith. Scripture interprets Scripture. With these two two things behind us, if we approach the text honestly, we should be able to get some good answers, but realizing that there's things we'll never know for sure until we get right in heaven with Jesus Christ, and he can answer all our questions. But definitely, God intended for the Bible to be a clear book, or he wouldn't have gave it to us in the first place. So let us study to show ourselves approved, workmen unto God that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And in your spare time, do listen to the Bible Talk program. I enjoy being your biblical consultant. Encourage you to call. Also encourage you to support this radio outreach by sending donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Uh, We'd appreciate it very much. That's what keeps this radio program going. And on Sundays, if you want a church where we're preaching out of the Bible, the name of that church, friends, it's SBBTM, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakland. We encourage you to be there at the 11 o'clock service where I will be preaching a message on how to prepare yourself for the return of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us exactly what the Lord is looking for in us. Okay, as we anticipate his return. Okay, that's 11 o'clock service. Bring your Bible. Uh, if you want more information about Strictly Biblical, call area code 313-933-9270. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.